0: Hello, hello. Hello, Oh, my bird got me. (laughs) That scared the bejesus out of me. (sighs) Lord. Hi guys. Hi. Welcome to Spooky Season with the CarCast Moms. With Maria Owens. I'm Maria Owens, and this is Happy Snail Trail. (laughs) Coming to you from live, from the cemetery. We're not live, we're pre-recorded. Don't send us any voice messages right now. We cannot answer them
1: our annual cemetery podcast. Please don't look out the window like that ever. Well, when there's a car with a light coming, you got to make sure. Make sure your your mother in law didn't know about this one, did she? Because the last time we did this, she she said that she would come scare us. Yeah,
0: she asked if we were coming to the cemetery and I said we had not decided because I don't want to be scared either.
1: She's going to come out here and she's going to scare the living. It will not be
0: her. If it's it, will be it will be my father-in-law and i did not tell them because i don't want to be scared either okay we are also outside the cemetery guys again because tashina is a vagina she won't go in i told her to try it's but so disrespectful i hate it can't do it my little raven is if not doing kaden
1: well. would just cooperate kaden tr tashina i almost called you trinity I mean, trinity. trinity tashina <laughs> god
0: damn all right one is, two.
1: Dressed as Maria Owens, a book a character out of one of our books from Book Club. Yes, she's a witch from Practical Magic. She's the grandmother
0: witch. Yes, I, I mean she's, she's not a grandmother in the book, but
1: she's got a blackbird on her shoulder and long ass black hair. Yeah, and let me just tell you guys something. Tashina's face is normally super inviting, like. She's chipper, Is it she's really happy. because I've never gotten To me, that but oh, I get that from okay. everybody. Okay. Lots of people are just happy to see me, but right. right now, like I've been nervous since you picked me up because you just look so annoyed. Like, hmm. don't ever dye your hair black <laughs> because you look angry. I just look. You look very pretty, but oh, very I, yeah, I angry. Think it
0: looks, I don't think I look angry. I look majestic. I would really like to have this long of hair. I think I look majestic. I would really like to have. And I think I'm into bangs, honestly.
1: Yeah, you look really good, actually. Just a little on the angry side. Like, if I didn't know you, I would not... Walk up to you and just be like, "Hi, how are you?" Well I mean, you wouldn't
0: do that anyway. I'd do that to
1: everybody. Ask Joey; he makes fun of me for it because I say, "Hi, how are you?" to everybody. Hi, how are
0: you? Hi, how are
1: you? Yeah, and I would not say it to you. Oh, I would say. As we're driving here, guys, I was like, you know, profile
0: to her, and she was like, "You just look really angry."
1: You do. Well, I mean, I'm not. you look gorgeous, but oh, thank you. A lot of gorgeous people are angry.
0: Stephanie you guys is dressed as a gnome that's riding a snail
1: yes (laughs) they don't call me speedy for nothing they don't call
0: you speedy for nothing and i said stephanie are you going to be a snail and she said
1: no i'm not a snail i'm a gnome riding riding a a snail snail. i'm not
0: the snail i'm riding it and stephanie is very upset because a kid in peyton's grade (sighs) stole her thunder
1: yeah. And Tashina went to a Halloween party and then posted a picture of a kid in my costume. And so it wasn't even the first time she saw my costume and no. I was really sad.
0: As soon as he poked his little green head out, I was like, I know what that is. <laughs> also, I was hiding outside in the shadows because I was going to video you coming out. And then I was waiting for you because the lights weren't on in here. I've decorated my car too, guys. We got spiderwebs. We'll take pictures. Okay, I won't describe it to you in detail then, because we're going to take pictures. (laughs) Well, we can describe it. Anyway, I didn't turn the lights on, so she thought somebody was inside the car, and then I was going to, like, magically appear like a witch.
1: Oh, that would have been a good idea. And then she just
0: texted me and was like, come in the living room. And I was like, (laughs) oh, bitch.
1: But we do have to explain these um, decorations, because she's got cobwebs up all over the place, and so I was looking at them, and there's leaves just speckled throughout the cobwebs and so I was wondering if they came like that because it looks very fall like very fallish in here but no these cobwebs were on her tree outside and she ripped them down (laughs) along with all the leaves and now there's spiders live spiders in these spider webs so if I don't know if
0: there is still live spiders there was one right by your head and I already killed it
1: and if you guys happen to hear a little friction happening tonight, don't that's just the snail. And I'm really sorry, but I cannot even move no, without
0: you may not. Chaos it's, ensuing. No. Um, but the reason that I grabbed these cobwebs is because all I could find was Christmas lights. They have no Halloween decorations anymore. It's very whatsoever, in here. But without the spider webs,
1: it, it was not. That, yeah. So I was like, You're coming with me. What's really kind of eerie though is how dark it is outside. Yeah, we and started so like, this a lot later than my we did. face is facing you and my back is facing the window right. and it slightly freaks me out, I'm not going to lie. Right. We went through this whole thing last year too. Yeah, but it was light outside. Yeah, when we, we started saw... last year, it was definitely light. Yeah. She so, not
0: there's not a moon in the sky tonight either.
1: I may pee my pants if something scares us I'm not kidding. Well,
0: I'm just telling you now, some of the stories that I've got may make you wee a little.
1: And also I just Yeah, why don't you go
0: ahead and want give a confession
1: to apologize because the Stephanie of the second year podcast. What is this? Our our second annual. This is our second annual and she is not as prepared. But last our first annual Stephanie had no life. Let's just say that. Okay. She barely had a job. She worked like four hours a day and she was at home all the time by herself. And this year's Stephanie works all day long. She has two new inhabitants in her house and it's been slightly chaotic. When Joey left for work tonight, cause he's working night shift. He literally said to the children, make sure you're good for the staff. Talking about me. Why did he call you the staff? Apparently I'm
0: running. Maybe he meant to say Steph and it came out staff.
1: 100% meant to say staff.
0: If your hair is any indication of how your life is going, (laughs) I I forgive you. I've been wearing (laughs) a hat. Is it bad? (laughs) I mean, it's not good.
1: (laughs) I think it's good. It's not as gray as
0: my hair right now.
1: You have cobwebs stuck in your head. But... Yeah, nobody can be as great as you. No. God's favorite.
0: I try my hardest.
1: And so anyways, I didn't come very prepared. I Googled some classic scary stories to tell at sleepovers. Wow. So I've got 10 of the best.
0: Okay, 10 of the best of the best.
1: And then maybe I'll just like shove them in in between your very thought out, researched stories. I mean, they're
0: not really researched, but... I did have some help from some of our friends. So um, what I decided to do was um, I have information about Virginia City and hauntings there. And then I have some stories from some listeners and just some random friends on Facebook. I have a murder-suicide that's pretty intriguing. Should we start with... Which one? Um, And then I have... What's the other thing I have? Oh, then in Washoe County, I have their oldest unsolved murder case. Okay. Not a ton of information, obviously, because it's unsolved. Quit looking out the window. Sorry, I could have swore I saw something just now. Also, I have a- another story about... Um, Not Virginia City, but another, like, people having premonitions outside. So, what do you want to hear first?
1: I think we should start with the murder-suicide.
0: Okay. So, I guess first we will go ahead and play the 911 calls.
1: Okay? Or Do you want to give a little bit of a background or after? No, I think we'll give the 911 call first. Okay.
0: Okay, so we're going to give the 911 call... And then we're gonna discuss it.
2: A murder suicide. There is no survivors. Please send okay, help. Okay, what's going on? Who? What's going on? Um, my ex-boyfriend broke into my house and killed my current boyfriend, and then killed himself. Okay, did you just find them? Um, no, he killed my current boyfriend, and then he held me hostage, and he just shot himself in the head. Just now yeah okay stay on the line with me <laughs> and um he kind of beat me up so and my parents are not home it's just me and i'm 17. what's his name brian white and jake burns are the victims uh, jake Bird? Burns? b-u-r-n-s okay um and where's the weapons life? at right now what where are the weapons at Where's the the gun? gun is, the axe is in Jake's head, and the gun is in Brian's hand. Where are you at inside the house? Um, I'm sitting in our breakfast nook. Uh, Brian's in the living room. There's the kitchen between us. He's, he's dead. He's gone. And so Brian killed Jake. Yeah. Don't <laughs> touch anything, okay? Can you do me a favor? Can you go sit on the porch? know, yeah. What's um, your name? Desiree day for I can't walk so I have to You hop. can't walk? Okay, just stay there. Are you still tied up? No. Okay. Do untied. you need an ambulance? Oh my God. What, Desiree? Yes. Okay. What happened? Oh, oh, I put too much pressure on my leg. Okay. How long did he hold you guys captive for? What? How long did he hold you captive for? Oh God, since like 8 o'clock eight o'clock this morning yeah he break into the house yeah my mom he watched my mom leave he watched and i just came in when jake and i were sleeping okay yep okay are you on the are you on the porch right now yeah the it's emergency i'm regularly hurt no 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 that's okay do you need an ambulance um I, yep. an ambulance no a medic yes yeah well that's what it that's what's <laughs> going to be on like the ambulance I don't to go to the hospital okay I, I just want to get these bodies out of my house okay yep we're on the way okay thank you are you going to stay on the line okay no her mom left for work and there's nobody else in there correct correct I can call my dad he's he works at 6 and Haggerty, so he can be home in about 10 minutes uh, my mom doesn't have a cell phone, so I don't know how to get a hold of her, because she, she doesn't have a job. She got picked up by a friend this morning. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, but there is nobody. Just confirm me. There is nobody else in the house. No. Okay, and where does Brian live at? Where would he be registered out of? By uh, the Newburg. I don't know his address. You don't know his address? You know his address? He lives on Holton. Yeah okay do you know his, his uh here in his mom's name he wants me to call his mom but yeah no don't worry about that we'll take care of that yeah, yeah my cell phone's inside i grabbed the house phone because he yep. had my cell phone when he shot himself and i didn't even want to look nope that's fine okay do you know what his middle name and date are uh, the cop is passing me right now okay yeah he's probably just gonna park just down the street okay yeah Thank you so much. Okay, no, not a problem. Just stay on the line with me until he's up there with you, okay? Okay. I, I can't walk. He beat me up. I can't walk. Do you know what Brian's middle name is? Douglas. And do you know what his date of birth is? It, tomorrow. He would be turning 20. He would be 20 tomorrow? There's no one else in the house. They're all dead. Face camera. Yeah, the officer's coming up to me right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay, go ahead and talk to the officer. Okay, okay Desiree? You. All yes, right. Thank you. Bye
0: bye. Okay, so those were the nine. That was the 911 call. Um, <clears throat> Did you feel like she
1: was just about. eerily really most- calm? Yes. Do you. Like you have the details on this yes. and what happened? Yes. Was she involved? No. Not at all. How no. was she so calm? Um, it's shock called trauma. Really? Well, I know. I didn't mean to say it really like <laughs> that because I know that trauma can do some weird things, but yeah. So they said that she was just in shock. Yeah, she's but like, like I she's, need these bodies out of my house. Like,
0: like so fucking nonchalant. Like my friend, my boyfriend just got.
1: Axed in the head, bludgeon. Yeah, he's got an axe in his head, and Brian, was it Brian? Yeah. Shot himself. Shot
0: himself. Oh my God. The
1: fuck? At that age is insane, right. too. Like so young. Right.
0: So um, I have the little news article. Um, so Brian was, um, I guess I can just read this probably. Um, he was very um, obsessed with American psycho, like his Facebook feed was all American psycho. I actually printed out a picture. This is his, his profile picture. It's like a bloody bed. Wow. Do you see it? Mm -hmm. Well, do you see it as Mm -hmm. you're looking at it? Um, he had posted, um, this was in April. um, Where was this at? Detroit. Okay. Um, he had posted things leading up to this. So it was, um, so I think what they say it was April something. Anyway, on March 20th, it, it says it's like I have wind myself up. I, it's like I have to wind myself up to deal with the day. Then on March 23rd, I like to dissect girls. Did I mention I'm utterly insane? Uh, March 25th, I hate the word manipulation. March 22nd, there are no more barriers to cross. All I have in common with the uncontrollable and the insane, the vicious and the evil, all the mayhem I have caused and my utter indifference towards it have now surpassed. My pain is constant and sharp and I do not hope for a better world for anyone. I want no one to escape, but even after admitting to this, there's no catharsis. My punishment continues to elude me, and I gain no deeper knowledge of myself. No new knowledge can be extracted from my telling. March 23rd, life is just a sense of moments. Seize yours. March 27th, what a polite murderer. What the... Yeah. How long were these guys together, does it say? So, this says, A jilted teenager who was addicted to a certain kind of sadness. Teen who was an American Psycho fan, uh, wrecked revenge on his former girlfriend by forcing her to watch him hack her new boyfriend to death with an axe before he killed himself. Brian Douglas White, 19, who has quotes from the crime drama all over his Facebook page, started his deadly rampage, at the detroit home of his 17 year old girlfriend at 7 30 a.m wednesday morning and i think it was like april i guess it doesn't say on here it was april something he allegedly murdered um desiree's new boyfriend jacob lee burns 19 before turning a gun on himself police said desiree 17 managed to escape after a struggle with white she called police around 12:20. law enforcement officer says um, she was an aspiring model and senior at Stevenson High School. Desiree was hospitalized, treated, and later released, according to reports. Neighbors and classmates say the teen is a happy, outgoing, and compassionate girl who was raised in a loving home. Meanwhile, chilling details have emerged about White. His Facebook account, which has been since deleted, tells of his troubled mind as a, disturbed obs- uh, having a disturbing obsession with the movie American Psycho. His profile is a mix of... Um, the movie, the cover photo for his timeline depicted a gory scene with blood splattered across the white mattress and a wooden nightstand. He posted messages, which I just read in the movie, Christian Bale's character, Patrick Bateman describes his obsession with murders and executions. Mm. Uh, He later kills another character in the movie by taking an ax to his face. Um, his bedroom walls were um, peppered with American Psycho quotes, including, I like to dissect girls. Did I mention I'm utterly insane? And I hate the word manipulation. Along with those quotes, there were other deep, deeply worrying signs. Um, so he had posted all this stuff to his timeline. So pretty much the, the gist of it was she broke up with him because he was being super manipulative, super controlling. And she was like, I'm not having it. So, come to find out, not only did he kill the boyfriend, he killed her mother too. Her mom never left the house. He killed her mother first. Oh my God, where was she? In her bedroom. And oh, then he wow. went and killed. And she didn't know? No, she had no idea. In that 911 call, she says the whole time that her mom went to work, she thought her mom was gone.
1: Oh my had left God. The house.
0: So she had no idea that whole time that her mom had died as well. That's insane. Yeah. So, um, and in another, there's, um, we, I can actually leave a link to the news report a couple months later, her and her dad did an interview and it says that the guy was just her friend that was living with them. He wasn't even her boyfriend.
1: I was going to say, cause that's weird for that age. Right. Maybe it's just me, but that they right. were like sleeping. Right.
0: So apparently he was just a friend and they were like helping him and he was just staying there, but the guy was like super jealous about it. So, uh, okay. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, this
1: story is kids don't date. Is that him? No, no. That's the chick that went missing. No, but isn't that crazy though? That is crazy. That nine, who is it? I don't know, but they stopped. And they're backing up.
0: See that kid? Yeah, sorry, that was really weird guys. A car just came in and went to the cemetery and then like
1: gawked at us. A a boy. A boy. Stared at us. Kids are creepy. Kids too. are creepy. Kids are the creepiest. Kids? Like in scary movies, yes. kids always freak me out the most. Yes. Anyways, um, I don't remember what I was saying, but that nine one one call. I, it's crazy to me how calm she was about that entire right. situation. I just calling about a murder suicide. No, she
0: was like super calm, and I can't imagine at seventeen years old just being like, yeah my ex-boyfriend
1: can't imagine that at any age no
0: like if that happened now i'd be a freaking nightmare i don't even know
1: how to like use the phone to call honestly like that's i'd just be like walking around my
0: house like
1: how did tiktok get that there's so much random shit on tiktok
0: so much random stuff there's a ton of 911 calls on tiktok though is there yeah huge
1: what is this car doing yeah i'd like to know why people come to the cemetery this late at night
0: without a podcast
1: without a podcast honestly and they're like, just
0: like driving around up there
1: with a the kid in the car
0: like you're just gonna decide maybe and-
1: she kicked the kid out maybe he's being bad and she left him and maybe was this like is an find initiation. your way home
0: do you remember when they used to say that they were going to do that to us in high school and then they never did i'm real thankful for that
1: the only initiation we got was a really crazy wacky makeup we had to play volleyball games. which game was with.
0: perfectly fine with me i'd much rather take that any day of the week than yeah yeah Uh, Really, they probably just want to know what the hell's going on. You know who I think that probably is? The person that lives right there?
1: Trying to figure out what we're doing?
0: Yes. Turn off all your lights. No, I think that makes it, like, even worse. Let's see if they freaking say something to us. They're just wanting to know what we're doing, honestly. Okay. All right. So, next up do you want to do one of your stories okay oh
1: okay here's spooky story number one of ten
0: you guys just remember stephanie was not prepared at all so <laughs> you're i just lucky googled she's it. even here
1: i guess <laughs> oh, okay are you ready i expect next year I'm going to go have. all yes. fucking out all and honestly you have to cut me a little slack because last year I wrote a five page paper that's true so come okay. on okay 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 ready yep a pair of attractive teens oh this one is called the hook a pair <laughs> of attract <laughs> have you heard this one no
0: just can you figure a figure a life out I know okay ready go
1: okay a pair of attractive teens are parked at Makeout Point or Lovers Lane depending on your version of the story.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't think I was supposed to read that part. <laughs> An isolated spot on the edge of town. The boyfriend switches on the radio for some mood music. And the two start Wait,
0: First of all, can I interrupt the story silly? You-
1: <laughs> what?
0: First of all, have you ever put music on to set the mood? No. I don't, it's just me either. Yeah, I just feel like, like once you're in the mood, if you're like, it's hard to hold stop. It's gone. Okay, gone. I just, okay, that's go like ahead. an ice
1: cube. Right. Gone.
0: <laughs> Why would you? Put... Hold on, let me put
1: some Silk Three music on. I'm not gonna say that there's never been music on. Right. No. But, but like... I didn't put them on for those perp- right. uh, the purpose of canoodling. Right. That no. Or like put a sexy playlist on. No, No. I don't have a sexy playlist made. Shocker. No, I don't like long walks on the beach. Beach? My favorite color is not purple. Okay. Continue, please. And the two start canoodling. But just as things are getting hot and heavy, they're interrupted by a breaking news story. A murderer has escaped from a nearby state asylum. He's armed and he's dangerous. And he has a hook in the place of his right hand.
0: Is it Captain?
1: Hook? These are supposed to be scary. Oh, Knock I'm it sorry. off. Oh, fuck. It's nervous energy. The girlfriend is obviously frightened and wants to go home straight away, but the boyfriend insists that they'll be fine. He locks all the car doors and tries to kiss her again. She calmly explains that no means no and that she wants to go the hell home. Annoyed, The boyfriend slams the gas pedal and drives her back to her house. It's only when they both get out of the car that he notices something dangling from the door handle—a bloody steel hook.
0: Mother Trucker!
1: What the fuck? Make up face again, Tashina.
0: (laughs) It scared me. (sighs) Wow, that was intense
1: so intense but that's not how I ever heard that I always heard it was like a like a scratch on the door and then the boyfriend like went out to check and then he never came back and so she had to go out there and she found the hook bloody
0: I've never heard that story before in my entire life
1: you didn't ever have sleepovers with your friends and tell scary no, stories have any friends. okay well
0: no I had sleepovers with my friends where we had made tattoos
1: and oh, drank yeah. their
0: parents alcohol
1: that did not happen in my house, Mom. We did not make screwdrivers and tattoo.
0: I did not drink my I don't have the scar of a life. heart on
1: my ankle. No, I don't. <laughs> I did not drink my
0: way through sophomore and junior year gin. No. No.
1: I did not. We what did not fill those bottles with water. water.
0: All that blue
1: Caraco was not blue. It was like pale ocean at the end. <laughs> And we did not get our friend's little sister drunk when we were supposed to be babysitting. Were you, you there for that? Drunk. Tori? No, I don't think I was there for that. Oh, dude, but we I did put so much Tori, hurricane in her Coke. Not cocaine, but in her like, oh, like Coca-Cola. There was hurricane in there, and my parents came home and she was off the walls crazy, but.
0: But that was kind of Tori anyway. Yeah, that's why we were that big of a deal. fun as hell
1: watching her. <laughs> Anyways. Moving. Call living me up. to babysit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, what's the next scary story? Sorry. Um. So
0: I have, I wanted to talk about.
1: It is always hopping around this at cemetery. At 7.30 at night. Why?
0: If, I, I don't, don't get know. It. I, don't get it.
1: I don't get it either.
0: It's because we're here and everybody wants to know what the hell is the problem. I guess. What's going on? Okay, Um. so I kind of wanted to give a little backstory on Virginia City for the people that don't know what Virginia City or who Virginia City is in case there's anybody out there who doesn't know
1: like our italian friends yes
0: also side note matt thought that our podcast finally continued because we have listeners like he thought you had to have at least so many to keep doing
1: we're at over 500 listeners right But he
0: had no idea that how podcasts work. Apparently, like, you can just fucking put it out into the universe. And And have one listener. Yeah, if if anybody listens or not. But Matt was, like, under the impression that we had to have subscribers to have a podcast. And I was like...
1: We don't even have to have listeners that like us. No. We just have to have fucking listeners. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure we've, like, made it big time having listeners who don't even like us. I feel like
0: we have made it to the top when yeah. you have haters
1: that listen for the sole purpose of, of hating, hating you, you
0: but hate your voice but want to listen to you makes so
1: much that sense. it blows my mind because i'm just saying if i did not like somebody this is all
0: hypothetical guys yeah,
1: the last thing i would do is listen to them for a whole hour talk about stupid shit right why obsessions i guess i don't know what happened. you better watch out I know. You too, sister.
0: What's she going to do to me? <laughs> I mean, what's that person going to do to me? Any, Keep reading. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, God. Uh. Well, that slipped out. Okay, um, Virginia City, people. Founded in 1859, Virginia City turned into a mining camp after the discovery of the Comstock Lode, the first major silver deposit to be discovered in the United States. At its peak, the city was thriving and vibrant, town of 25,000 residents. Does that not blow your fucking that mind? That does blow my mind.
1: 25,000 20, or 100?
0: 25,000 residents. That's, that blows my mind because Virginia City is not big at all.
1: Are you sure that's not a typo?
0: I swear. I looked That's at crazy. like seven different places because I really? was like 25,000 people. That is
1: crazy. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. Okay, so on October 26,
0: 1875, the perfect storm occurred. A boarding house. Uh, oh. Hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, I think I missed. Uh, I think I forgot to put something in here. Hold on. Um. Anywho, there was a fire, guys, that destroyed 33 blocks.
1: Holy shit.
0: Right. Okay, so now, moving on. On October 26th, 1875, the perfect storm occurred. A boarding house on A Street, halfway between Taylor and Union Streets... I have no idea where these streets are, so... Was home to a rowdy bunch of men and women. Said boarding house's residents were known to be coercing until 2 a.m. in the morning on October 26th. The home belonged to a woman known as Crazy Kate. Um... And it was known for its rough characters and many wished for it to be closed um, but that hadn't happened much to the dismay of the surrounding community only a few hours after the carousing had finally stopped right at dawn a small fire broke out in a downstairs hallway under normal circumstances the fire should have been easily handled by the virginia city fire department however on this day a strong westerly wind was blowing and it fanned the small fire to life the flames lapped at the building quickly overtaking the structure until the wind blew the flames to some of the neighboring homes. Also, at risk was a lively stable that the boarding house sat behind. Soon, as several buildings were burning with the fierce wind. The flames traveled quickly, and within a very brief time, the fire was out of control, spreading to the north, west, and south simultaneously. The Virginia City Fire Department came, but their fire engines were small, and there wasn't enough water for the growing um The firemen could do little, if anything, other than direct residents to evacuate. When the residents realized there was little chance of saving the buildings, they turned their attention to saving their belongings instead. Many grabbed whatever they could and ran. However, the flames continued to spread. Mayhem ensued. Eyewitness accounts say that from the mountains surrounding Virginia City, the town seemed to be a sea of flames. The roar of the fire, fire surrounded residents on all sides, The sounds of roofs and walls collapsing as buildings fell victim to the inferno also punctuated the city. In some places, buildings exploded with such violence that the concussion rattled pottery and windows in a town five miles away. Smoke billowed through the streets and hundreds of feet into the air, making finding finding someone's way impossible. The residents ran where the firemen directed to a safe area, but as soon as they arrived in the safe zone, they were told to move again. The ever-advancing flames continued to devour the city. Residents were forced to run to new safe zones as many as six or eight times, and each time they left more and more of their rescued belongings behind. In some cases, it was furniture. In several other instances, it was larger items like pianos. (laughs) I'm sorry, but... What? You grab one and I'll grab the other. Come on, Isaac, we gotta save this piano. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm reading this for the first time too, so. The p- the pianos roared through the city. The piano. <laughs> Sorry, that one really got me. The flames roared through the city and destroyed all manner of things clothes, business wares, families, heirlooms, nothing was safe, Encompany- encompassing. of the city. The hoisting works of all three major mining companies, the whatever they are, I'm not going to read them, were destroyed, as well as about 400 feet of shafts and one of the mines. No building was safe. Even brick buildings burned as quickly as wooden structures. In fact, the fire burned so hot that the wheels of train cars were melted to the tracks. Um, So, due to fires, accidents, and mines, People being rowdy and murdering each other, some suicides. In a roughly thirty year span, two hundred and ninety-five people died.
1: In a how long of a span? Thirty. Which
0: meh. I mean, that's how many people die in a weekend in fucking Chicago. So Yeah. Um so the Silver Queen is one of the most haunted in Virginia City. So, when, today on Facebook, I asked people if they've been haunted or had any issues with Virginia City. The majority of the people that answered me, and we'll go through their stories, um, had been haunted at the Silver Queen, the Gold Inn, and oh, what was the other one? Oh, shit. The Washoe Club, which was a gentleman club at the time so i'm going to start off with the silver queen hotel okay so built in 1876 the silver queen's hotel in virginia city nevada is a historic landmark with a haunted reputation sorry the silver queen (laughs) has been noted for many different accounts of paranormal activity so much in fact that the guests of the hotel often complain about strange sounds during the night the queen has served many different purposes the wedding chapel was once used as a makeshift morgue when the ground was too frozen to bury the dead
1: oh my god and then now it's a wedding chapel or is a wedding chapel yes
0: my grandma got married there. nothing
1: like a bad omen
0: my grandma got married there
1: we'll discuss that later staff that's where my grandma got married in virginia city too but i don't remember where Oh no, we're going have to have find to find out. out yeah.
0: Um, okay, so the haunting staff, guests and countless paranormal investigators are certain that the ghosts roam the 183-year-old property. According to the Silver Queen lore, room 11 and room 13 are particularly prone to paranormal activity. Some describe loud noises at night, sounds that include tapping on walls, jingling doorknobs, sudden bangs, voices in unoccupied rooms and the sound of footsteps on a wooden floor. The footsteps are particularly odd considering the hotel is completely carpeted. Many guests assume other visitors are responsible for the noise, but talked to the front desk staff and learned that they were the only guests on that floor. Like many haunted hotels, the Silver Queen is allegedly haunted by a tragic woman who died on the property. In this case, a prostitute named Rosie reportedly slashed her wrists in the bathtub of room 11 and now wanders the hotel, tapping on doors and frightening guests, or even the sight of Rosie herself on the top of a long staircase where she has been spotted lingering. Rosie seems to have a preference for men as the rooms she visits are primarily occupied by males. Her story remains mysterious, but Rosie is said to have never left the Silver Queen, making countless appearances in the decades following her suicide. There is another female ghost said to be named Annie that haunts this hotel. Her footsteps, disembodied voice, sh- um, shadowy apparition, apparitions, jesus and tapping sounds without visible sources are frequently reported. There's a story of an epic fight between a man and a woman from the early, from the early history of the hotel during its gold rush days being played out repeatedly by resident spirits.
1: So, so should we stay there?
0: No. (laughs) Speaking of staying there, Jason stayed there. That's the one he stayed at? Yes. So Jason stayed there. I don't know what room he was in, but they were drinking that night, obviously. And he says, you know, he was definitely half drunk but he said he had the worst time sleeping and he said he felt like something was in the corner of the room all night long like for sure could not like get away from it
1: oh jason speaking of listeners jason listens to all of our podcasts just saying.
0: Well, I don't know if he listens to all of them. He always comments on our stuff. I staff. know, but I think sometimes he takes a break from us because we're Jason. obnoxious. Rude. I know. Um, so, the other one is... We are not obnoxious. Oh, okay. You, you are. Okay. Um, I didn't technically ask everybody... I, I asked everybody if I could use their stories, but I didn't tell them I was going to use their names, so I'm not gonna. Um... So this one is from the Silver Queen. Um, so it says, okay, so a few years ago we went up there, first time, never been, and we went to the Silver Queen. I had heard about the chapel as people have had weddings, and none of their pictures would turn out. Like, not a single one. Anywho. I'm sorry, but these are so tight on my ankles. I'm losing feelings. <sighs> Anywho. We went in and were just looking around. The bar was pretty busy as it was a weekend, so naturally it was loud. The minute we walked in the chapel, I felt the temperature instantly drop. The door was wide open, so I should be able to hear the noise out in the bar, right? Barely. I got a super heavy feeling in my chest, just heavy and overwhelming, and that I was unwanted and needed to leave. So we walked out and Kevin still wanted to explore, specifically the hotel part, Being the nice wife I am, I followed along upstairs. We made it up the straight part of the stairs and started going up the spiral part. He was in front of me and just stopped moving. He said he felt like there was something standing directly in front of him and they were pissed. He turned around so fast, we booked it. That's crazy. So I have a story at the Silver Queen. My grandmother got married there and um have you ever been to the silver queen so there's a giant portrait of this woman and then her dress is made out of silver dollars it's a really pretty one i have the pictures we'll put them up um and i remember like going to walk into the chapel and i just happened to look up at her and her eyes moved down and then moved back up i shit you not i was like nine and I would not like, look at her again, like, fuck. but also at the time, I really didn't think anything of it either because my grandma was getting married, but like, I just remember looking up and her eyes looked down at me cause she's kind of like facing like this. And I just remember seeing like
1: eyes moving. Uh, I don't know about that. I swear, to God.
0: swear, swear, swear. That's crazy. Um, let's see. I have a list of other little stories that I can share too. Um, let me get in there.
1: I must just not have like a a spirit that needs to be haunted. So this one
0: was the gold hotel, um, is where this person had a few of, it, of her experiences. And she said, um she was staying there for a wedding and that she had a rocking chair in her hotel room and it started to rock on its own and she woke up with the sound of a woman singing a lullaby. That's weird. She also said um, there are some pictures from the wedding that have orbs and shadows somewhere in the group shots. And she said that the owner says he talks to the spirits and that it was the best wedding they've ever been to. The spirits in (laughs) that. This one is real creepy. Where is it? So this guy, this is at the... um, What's it called again? The Washoe Club? They do tours. So this guy went on two of them. And he's... And... He asked if something happened to me at the point I hadn't told him. And he said um, he's had a couple experiences there. First tour was in the red room. It was last. I was last out of the room and a man started talking behind me, my back, um, talking behind my back. But no one was there um, on the top floor. The door closed as well. Second one was with his girlfriend, almost done with the tour. She started saying she had gotten a headache. I turned to look at her and she wasn't wearing a hat or anything and didn't run into anything, but she had a bright red spot as if someone poked her in the forehead. Um, we started heading home that night, uh, feeling kind of weird. We got home feeling uneasy and watching TV. Couldn't shake the feeling had a digital thermometer on the wall. Something just kept saying, look, Mind you, we had the thermostat set at 672. I looked up and it said 66.6 and the thermometer broke. We both drove to her apartment in Reno that night. One of the more creepier experiences I've had. That's crazy. And I was like, bro, it followed you? Yes, yeah, like everybody like else you, is like, like released like, it. Yeah. Like. And he um he's one that said since he's little, he has felt like presences of other things.
1: Like, do you do that? Do you feel presences? I don't. I've never felt anything mm-hmm. weird. I don't. My mom does. I know your mom has. Yeah, but You've told me that before. Yeah, I
0: um, no, I haven't really had anything.
1: Thank God, I don't feel that because that would freak me out. This one, this
0: guy went to school with us. Okay. Um, And he said, do you remember we went to Virginia City on a field trip in like the third or fourth grade? Probably, yeah. Okay, so he said, well, first time we were there was when we went on our class field trip in like third or fourth grade. And we went into the mine from the bar. We were down a ways, but I remember being cramped in this one area. And I was behind a beam, like behind Casey Frank.
1: Oh my God, that just like literally... (laughs) I know that that's crazy, but that just gave me the chills guys. Casey Um, Frank is the one we were just talking about in our missing missing, persons
0: podcast. Yeah. Um, so he said I was behind a beam, like behind Casey Frank, I think is his name. Um, was, and then so like Casey was in front of him and then a wall was behind him. So there was no like wiggle room for him. And he said, um, I remember feeling like my throat was being squeezed out. Like I had a real hard time breathing. While also feeling a hand on the back of my neck. Also, that day, hearing pickaxes hitting the walls like a clicking sound.
1: Um, per- that tightness in your yes. chest, that's an anxiety attack, bro.
0: Like, can you imagine being in third or fourth grade and feeling like somebody was like constricting you? It well, was probably an anxiety attack. I constricted
1: every single time I go into the mine down there, and it's yeah. because I'm. Fucking, what's the word? Claustrophobic as a mother. Right. That's called the panic attack.
0: Um, this other one is also, a lot of these came from the Washoe Club. A lot of these people were on tours, and all of this stuff happened while they were on the tour. So, um, she said, well, so when we did the Washo Club tour, her boyfriend was wearing a necklace, and someone picked it up from his chest and dropped it.
1: Like, picked it up from like,
0: like he was just standing there and fucking something picked up his necklace and then dropped it. Um, and it looked like, Oh, like they were looking at it and a door randomly closed on us and a little girl's doll crib started rocking while we were there on the tour in the room that she supposedly passed away in. Mm -mm. Um, let me just real quick show you this little piece of information that scared the bejesus out of me when somebody sent it to me today we will also send That's this that? to you guys yes why this is, would they put that in there this is one of the things so this is another one the this gal said hi i took the washoe club tour and a lady um had kept hearing choir voices Then found out the building was a boarding school for girls at some point. Also the same day, my uncle and other guy heard this lady's voice while we were in a room with a creepy doll. And one of the man's jumped uh, because he felt someone touch him. Oh, Hold hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. So then she says, I should really get all of my apps in order here. Um, then a lady heard voices in a room, but the man couldn't hear voices in a room. And then it like switched. The lady went into a different room. She couldn't hear any voices, but then the man could Weird. like crazy, crazy, crazy. And then she sent me those pictures. We can share those pictures too. Um, she said the tour guys were really cool and gave so many much information about the building's histories and had so many creepy stories. I think you can get lots of interesting paranormal stories if you go. Um, he even had a couple actual photos and videos of paranormal stuff. One is a, one is specific and is really scary because it involved the actual demon and he had a video of it. I'm usually very skeptical about these types of stuff, but had to share my spooky things happening to me and that video seriously felt real. So then I said, Oh no, I'm not messing with no demons. Um, that's crazy. And another, another guy just told me that he had a tour and the second time his girlfriend uh, came out you know with the thing on her head and that it came home and then she was like that's insane i wonder if the room was where the demon appeared it was the um it was a room with the door halfway painted red which was the same room he was talking about yeah
1: isn't that nuts that is fucking weird wow i was like whoa i think we should do that tour me you matthew and joseph would you uh, do First it? of
0: all, Matt is, that's a no-go for Matt. He wouldn't
1: do it? No. Why?
0: Matt does not like being scared at all. Like, the reason I don't watch scary movies anymore is because once Matt and I got together, we couldn't watch scary movies. Like, he will not. Losing feeling. Oh. Um, another one of our friends, this is a little vulgar, so cover your ears, and he swears this happened. It says... I know. I know. He swears though. He even called me and was like, I'm not kidding. It was the weirdest thing. So he says, um, so at the gentlemen's club, which used to be the Washo's club, him and another guy were sitting inside at a table. And all of a sudden this guy was like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, all of this stuff came out of his mouth and was like on the side of his face. And they're saying it's, jizz anyway (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck it, it says well a ghost shot his load on the other person's face when we were at the washoe club and i just said the first one i do not believe and he's like i shit you not we were just sitting there it was inside like all of a sudden there was just a whole bunch of stuff all over his face for no reason, oh. and I'm like, how drunk were you guys? And he's like, it was in the morning, we had just got up. That's
1: what he always says, it's in the morning, I saw him a couple weekends ago, and i was like, why aren't you drinking? And he he was, it was coffee with- I don't know, I, he he's,
0: swears, he swears.
1: There's no, Ghosts
0: don't have jizz. Well, that's what I said, but maybe, I mean, it was a gentleman's club, maybe. Oh that guy. I don't know. And then he said, um, on the Washoe Club tour, I took a picture over a crypt and a face was in the picture looking up at me. He said he's done the he said he's done the washo club tour like three times. Um, and he said the third time. So at the end there's like a little girl's room. And they say that's where she died. And he said that um she he finally heard her like most people can hear her and he finally heard her on the third time wow yeah um so he said and then in the silver queen the bathroom door slammed on me twice um and he said those are just a few that he's had so you're gonna have to pause that why i got (sighs) all right stephanie's finally disrobed okay i got one more for virginia city and then you can Tell another. tell another scary story, ma'am. So this person is a avid listener of ours, and she also is related to you, and she also worked in Virginia City for a long time. She's she not worked, there anymore? No, she oh. just said that... Um, she got a new job in July, but she was there for six years. So I was like, what do you have? Cause you can't lit work in Virginia city for six years and, and not, not have anything, have some
1: but she said,
0: she said her only experience was at the visitor center, which is now the St. Mary's or it was a hospital, I guess. She said, we were downstairs during a board meeting. There were zero people upstairs and we were all sure of that. But during the director's report, there was a very clear distinct footsteps above us all. Very heavy footsteps, actually. It slowly dawned that no one was up there and everybody got super quiet. We just looked at each other and paused. I didn't want to go back upstairs.
1: Wow. But
0: there's also, um, like, there's a nurse that walks around and some stories say that she um, haunts the grounds because the the, um, hospital lit on fire and then she was saving a patient and her and the patient died. There's another one that just said, she just died mysteriously and they don't know why. Um, they say they hear footsteps. They say they hear the creaking of like hospital beds being rolled down the hallways and stuff at that particular place. So all in all, the freaking Virginia city is haunted as hell. And the only one experience that I've ever had, which was probably, you know how pictures move when you, it was probably just that, but that's the only thing that I've ever had or felt really weird. Yeah with Virginia City. I've never had any issues there, which is weird because all of these people are like,
1: the fuck? One time at Virginia City, I think it was my birthday. We had a basketball game up there. Might've been volleyball. It was some game, I don't know. But at when we left, we went to one of the places there to eat, like on that main road. Mm-hmm. And this, it's like not even a scary story at all, but it's oh. the only thing that's ever happened to okay. me in Virginia City. My mom ordered a salad and I'm not like she moved. I think it was like took a bite like a piece of lettuce or something like moved. And I'm not even kidding you. like a ball of fucking hair, like a fucking hairball was a- underneath it, like in the salad, like gross yes, she didn't finish her food. Well, no. obviously, but any of her food, like she was so grossed out.
0: We went up there when Peyton was little to do like an old-time picture, and then we all went to this pizza place and it was delicious, really. Yeah. yeah. That's, I like Virginia City. Yeah, me too. But me and
1: Joey just went to Virginia City a couple weekends ago to, we were it was like 10 o'clock at night and we were sitting. I knew,
0: what was, I was like, okay. Because we were
1: like on Facebook and I saw, I think it was a union brewery, right. I think, and it had posted something about um, karaoke. Right. And I was like, we should go to Virginia City. And Joey's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, they're doing karaoke. We didn't have any kids. Like, right. It's like a 15 minute drive from his house. Right so we went up there and listened to it. We had a blast, actually. It was tons of fun. But there were some crazy fucking people up there, drunk as a skunk, singing around.
0: I've never been to Virginia City at night, though. Really? Mm-mm. It's always should- been during the day. Like, we've always went day trips. Like, went to the candy stores, got old-time pictures taken, been on field trips. That's like I've the first heard, time I've ever been at night, too. Yeah, I've never been up there at night.
1: We should go back to a karaoke one night. It was fun. I was had, a, I, I had like, two drinks, but I... And right. both of us, I mean, we got there late. Everybody right. else was drinking, but we just had fun watching everybody. Right. But it was a good time. We oh. didn't stay for long, but...
0: Nice. You oh. got a story for me? Yes. Oh, wait, before I forget, I did have one more. Another lady sent me pictures that she had taken just randomly while she was up there with her family. And there was, like, little different type things. Like, it look like people in the pictures too.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay, this one is called the clown statue. Oh, I hate clowns. A babysitter has been hired to watch two children for the night. After she puts the kids to bed, the parents ask that she watches TV in their bedroom upstairs because the children have been having nightmares recently. She puts the kids to bed easily enough and settles into the parents' room to watch TV. But in the corner of the room, there's a large, creepy clown statue, about life-sized. She tries to ignore it, but it's just too creepy. Finally, she calls the dad to ask if she can watch TV downstairs instead. Sure, but why, he said. She tells him that the clown statue is just creeping her out too much. There's a pause. Get the children and leave the house, says the dad. We don't own a clown statue.
0: fucking hate clowns i am not a clown fan you know who's really not a clown fan donna tracy really so i used to send her memes and stuff
1: of clowns that's mean it was here's one called the doggy lick excuse me the doggy is lick. is that like the hind lick the doggy <laughs> lick not to co- be confused with something other than like the okay. doggy lick ready yeah a girl is just a little afraid of the dark, so every night her dog sleeps under her bed. When she's afraid, she puts her hands down and her dog licks it to reassure her. First of all, one there's night,
0: monsters under the bed. Don't think anything off. One night, she
1: wakes to hear a strange dripping sound. She puts her hands down and feels the dog lick it, so she feels better and goes back to sleep. The next morning, she wakes to find the dog, the, the body of the dog hanging in the middle of the room, dripping blood. On the wall, someone has written, humans can lick too.
0: <laughs> oh my god uh,
1: that would have scared the tar out of me Out a sleepover can you when imagine, I was Yeah, alive. can
0: you imagine saying that over a campfire
1: you want to hear one more sure okay the high beams a young woman is driving home late one night when she notices a truck driving up behind her no one else is on the road she waits for the truck to pass her but instead it stays directly behind her and flashes its high beams she becomes unsettled no matter how fast she drives or which back road she heads down the truck stays close behind her flashing its high beams every few minutes terrified she speeds home with the truck right on her tail and pulls into her driveway she leaps out of her car and tries to run to her front door but the truck driver gets out too And he's holding a gun. He points the gun in her direction and shoots. The woman screams, but the bullet wasn't for her. She turns to see the body of a man fall out of the backseat of her car, clutching a butcher's knife. The shaken truck driver explains that he noticed the man in the backseat of her car and was trying to signal to her. Every time the man raised his knife to stab her, he flashed the high beams.
0: What? What? I was thinking it was going to be like a jeepers creepers. Where'd you get those? Don't fucking look out the window like that ever again. (laughs) What is wrong with you?
1: (laughs) Well, I saw your reflection of your arms and it looked like somebody was out there. (gasps) Okie dokie.
0: Last little thing, guys. Um, So I wanted to know what kind of unsolved cases we have. Um, And so this is from Washoe County. You can also look up this. I just Googled um, Washoe County Unsolved Murders, I think. Yeah, Washoe County Unsolved Murders, and it brings up a list, and the list is from 2009 to 1960. What do you keep looking at? A car. At least there was something this time um so this lady this is the oldest one this case is from um april 3rd of 1960
1: 60. the cargo yeah i think <sighs> it does.
0: okay synopsis on april 3rd 1960 the body of zona stroud was found near north of geiger grade off sand pit road to canyon dead end she was found fully clothed under a tree This case represents the oldest unsolved homicide in Washoe County records. They're actively seeking anyone who may have knowledge about this case. That's all it says in the Washoe County...
1: That's it? That's it.
0: So, good old Reddit.
1: You can find anything on there, huh? Yeah, kind of. Okay,
0: so it says on April 3rd, 1960 in Nevada, the body of a woman was found under a tree in a desert of a highway between Reno and Virginia city near Geiger grade. The woman was dressed in black slacks, black suede shoes, black stockings, and a pink sweater. She had a tattoo on the arm, one on her thigh and another above one knee. She had marks on her throat and was believed to have been strangled to death. The woman was identified through fingerprints and by her mother. Her name was Zona Rachel Stroud, born in 1929. Zona was also known as Zona Scott and Zona Boehmer. Um, Reno police had few clues at the time, and over 60 years later, the case still seems to be unsolved. Um, I found out about this case while watching a crime channel on YouTube. Zona's case is mentioned around the 2119 mark, and then they had a link to it. It's supposedly the oldest case, cold case in Nevada, according to the video. I'm not sure about that claim, but I noticed that there isn't much info about it at all and wondered what, why that is. I wondered what happened to Zona's case, as there is barely any information. Um, has it been forgotten over the years? Are there any of you familiar with this case? Quit touching my bird! It scared I me. I just wanted to. Um, so then, another reader put, "I recognize the photo of her, so I've probably come across the story at some point." I wonder if there was a serial killer around there that the case could be tied to. <clears throat> Are they looking into it? <coughs> And then another reader said, "It doesn't seem like they are. I found it puzzling that there are no new, that there's been no news, but uh, about it since the news article. Just like people forgetting about it or something." Um, this one says, I did a quick search on newspapers.com for historical articles about this case, but there doesn't seem to be much information beyond what you already posted. It's sad. The newspapers didn't write much about her case, and it doesn't seem like there's much additional information. Potentially, there could be some evidence somewhere with DNA and on, on it, but it doesn't seem to be much hope otherwise for solving this case. Whoever killed her is likely dead as well. Yeah, when I tried to research the case, I briefly found... A, barely found anything it breaks my heart that someone did this to her and probably got away with it i wanted to make i wanted to make people at least aware of her case the lesbian community came to mind a woman of 30 in 1960 and three separate tattoos veritably screams lesbian to me (laughs) just more whoa did you hear that
1: you laugh doesn't want to hurt at all what would you hear like a yell no.
0: Okay. Um, lesbian to me, just from the limited perspective of personal experience, it could be very informative to know her arrest history. I wouldn't be surprised if she had been arrested for the then crime of being a lesbian, which would go a very long way towards explaining any L E. What's L E? Of the time. Apathy, law, law enforcement. Oh. law enforcement of the time. And, empathy toward investigating her murder. A lesbian being raped straight always deserved it in the many vile minds of the time, and killing her in the, in the process was just a coincidental hazard or feature of the process. This one says, I live in Reno, Nevada, and have always wanted uh, this case to be solved, but it seems it will never happen. According to the articles at the time, Zona was married, her maiden name being Bominer. And uh, she had been arrested for prostitution in December of 1959. Her fingerprints were taken at the time, which aided in her um, identification. Her mother, Judith, owned a local furniture store and offered a $2,000 reward for information leading to an arrest. Judith died in 1963 of a barbiturate overdose. Thank you for the info. I couldn't find anything about the arrest. I was hoping that someone that was living around the area might find the thread, because they might know a little bit more about it, or at least know about the case. I wonder why nothing ended up happening with Zona's case. Really unusual for a woman to have tattoos at that time, much less three of them. It wasn't... if she wasn't a concentration camp survivor then i'm curious about those and then the last one it says according to the 1930 census she was born in california her mother's family was jewish and immigrated from poland which at the time was part of russia in 1904 they had stayed um they had stayed they very likely would have wound up in a concentration camp though hmm. so i mean obviously concentration
1: camps in reno nevada
0: no in poland oh okay I think it meant to say, because um, it says her family was Jewish and from Poland, which at that time was part of Russia in 1904, if they had stayed, oh, they were. Okay. I think that's what it meant to say. So, yeah, just kind of crazy that that's the oldest case in Washoe County, 1960. And there's not much info on it at not all. Not at all, which does make you wonder, like, you know, at that time there was a lot of things you know that gets swept under the rug because of certain lifestyles Mm -hmm. so you wonder if that's sorry
1: what's that are you gonna i'm gonna take a picture of you oh anyway Anyway. sorry guys am i smiling i'm not gonna smile i think i need to use the flash to see your ready smile or just look pissy. Did I blink?
0: That's a cool picture.
1: Look look at your bird. Oh my god, I look
0: ridiculous.
1: No, you don't. Not at all. looks over pretty and you have a bird on your shoulder. That face doesn't look good on you. All
0: right, well, thank you for participating in this podcast with me.
1: You want to hear one last scary story? Yes, let's hear it. So this one is called Wolf Girl. As a kid, I knew the story as the blonde wolf, which is adm- admitly, admittedly sorry, not the creepiest of titles. But the story goes that a pregnant woman went into labor in a remote part of Texas. Her husband went for help, but both of their bodies were discovered the next day ravaged by wolves. The baby was nowhere to be found. Over the years, sightings were reported of a little girl living with a pack of wolves, and later a grown woman covered in hair nursing wolf pups. And finally, sightings of a strange-looking wolf with suspiciously human-like features. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Oh,
0: wow. Um, That reminds me of another little story real quick. um, This is not about Virginia City. This is about... Shurs. Shures, Nevada? Yes. So this individual also told me that they've had um, spirits speak to them or have seen things since they were very young. So this story goes, so when I was around 10 to 12, we had a small farm. Cows, pigs, sheeps, goats, rabbits, cats, dogs, and chickens. Anywho, I went to school on the bus. Um, I went here in Shures, and my brothers went to Wydetown. It was a regular day, and as I was coming home on the bus, I noticed a cop car outside our house with their lights on. I wondered what happened. I got off the bus, and my parents met me and said that they needed to tell me something, but don't get scared. Um, They told me that something got our sheep and goats, so we walked back and saw all the sheeps and goats laying dead on the ground. The weird thing is that they were cut from neck to stomach and they had no insides. So whatever it was ate their insides at the time, everyone was talking about the chupacabra, but that wasn't what it was. So anyway, the cops told my dad he could set traps up to set to get whatever got our animals. We set up traps and for a few nights we would get dogs, but nothing else. The cops came over and saw that. Well, um, and then they got, are animals but my dad would tell them that that's not what they don't dogs don't eat animals like that and neither do mountain lions so um one night I was asleep and I had a bloody nose I woke up and was trying to get it to stop in the restroom my mother must have heard me so she came to check on me I told her um it was almost about to stop I got it to stop and I went to go lay down as I was almost asleep, I could hear our pigs going crazy, squealing crazy, so I ran to my parents' room and got them. My dad grabbed a shotgun and ran outside and he was um he watched we watched him run into the darkness. We heard the shots boom, boom, boom in my head. I knew he got it. I knew he stopped whatever it was he can't he came inside and said that. This big gray thing jumped the fence like nothing, and he opened fire on it, but it kept running, and it was so fast. Our pigs had big gashes all over, but and some ears gone and some tails gone, but they survived. We were always told that there was shapeshifter that lived by us. Come to find out, my brother had an encounter a few nights before all of this happened with our animals. He came home from a game in Lowry or Spring Creek and got home late from basketball. And when he had gotten home, he parked back in the back, and there was this huge gray wolf-looking thing sitting um, on our welding table. And it jumped off and landed on two feet and ran off to the field.
1: I have it landed seen on two feet. Mm-hmm.
0: I have seen shapeshifters recently. Last year I was driving my mom to visit family and on the way home, back home, we both saw a shapeshifter on all fours running in the fields and when our lights hit it, it stood up on two feet and ran away, running so fast it was like a blur. Um, He also... They also said um, that the shape shifter that they had seen kill the pigs and stuff, um, has died. And now the sun has taken over. And I was asking questions obviously, because I'm very interested and I want to fucking know all the things. And they said, um, it's pretty much that they have messed with bad medicine, black magic, or make packs with the devil. Same thing. Um, so I was like, well, can shape shifters like shape into anything else? Or is it like one specific thing? And so he said, um, normally it's a wolf, um, but other things too. Um, some people have tried to say that there's like skinwalkers between Shers and Earrington, but they think it's just a shapeshifter. Also, real- do, you, do you believe in all that? Yes. Um, real quick, before this ends, um, my kids were playing golf. In Walker Lake, and we had stayed for a tournament. It was the end of the year tournament on the way home. So we left Walker Lake at like nine o'clock. In between Shures and Urington, right before you come up that hill where you have no service. Um, at the time I had a blue Tahoe, and all of a sudden all of the lights in my dashboard went out were like going on, going off, going on and going off. My locks on my door were like unlocking and locking.
1: Are you serious?
0: My kids were fucking crying in the backseat. I couldn't get my brakes to work. I couldn't get the gas to work. I, I couldn't, my steering wheel was like stuck. I had no fucking service. It was the worst experience of my life. Anyway, I shit you not, that is a real story you can ask my kids it was the worst experience of my life because- And then it just stopped happening? No, it kept happening for like that whole stretch. And then I finally was able to call Matt and I was like, hey, like you need to come get us. Like, I don't know what to do. It's not stopped. Like I could not slow down. Like I was trying to put it into neutral, you know, so I could coast, but then I didn't want to be fucking out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, I've never been that scared before in my life, especially when the fucking locks were locking and unlocking. It was the creepiest feeling. Peyton always sits um, behind the passenger seat. So I was like looking at Peyton and she was fucking screaming, crying, which was not helping the situation. If you've ever been in a stressful situation and a child cries, it's like, you're making it fucking worse. Yeah. I'm but- like, Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything was not fine. My car continued to do that to the point where I had to have them come get it. It did it to them on the way up to Reno they tried to fix it like seven times and they kept telling me it was fixed. And every time they tried to come bring it back to me, it would do the same thing. I finally had to go get this car. That's that were- why you got this yes. one. Yeah. I finally had to trade that other car in to get this one because it would never, it never stopped.
1: Weird, it's like it was possessed. Yes. That's insane.
0: It was awful. Just everything went black. Like, you're just driving like this in the pitch black. No fucking lights and just, like, flickering on and off. Even your own lights? Like, your outside lights? No, they were flickering on and off. So, as I'm driving in the pitch black... Oh, wow. I couldn't fucking see anything. Yeah. Fuck. what did Matt say? Matt was like, what's going on? (laughs) I was having the worst experience of my life. And he was just like, all right, we'll call the dealership tomorrow. (laughs) If I make it home... It was the worst. It was the worst feeling. It like,
1: no. Yeah. That would freak me out. Especially
0: in that stretch where you don't have any service. Like I was just trying to hope, hoping and praying that we were going to make it to where I could get some service. Cause there's that really creepy area. Like as soon as you get up that hill, then there's like, you know, that rock surface and then there's like a cave back there. No, no, thank you. Yeah. And then, the other day, your freaking boss put on her thing that they saw a chupacabra. Yeah. And this guy is saying that they're, ski- like, night whatever, shapeshifters. No, thank you. Skinwalkers. Not skinwalkers. It's a shapeshifter. What
1: is a skinwalker?
0: I'm not quite sure.
1: We need to Google that. But it's, they're definitely different. Different things. Yeah. Do you want to hear about the time that me and my family got lost in a, um... Parking garage in San Francisco? Straight up, like, fucking lost. Is it scary? Kinda. Okay. I was terrified. <laughs> You're ter- terrified in elevators, too. My parents robot. were starting to get really nervous, though, because, like, we couldn't find our car and we were, like, looking all over. We went in to one part of the garage. And everywhere we went, every door we went into, we couldn't come back out of it. The doors were fucking locked. And so like all of the um, stairs and stuff that we went to, we could never, like we were stuck in, um, what are they called, the stairwells for so long. And do you want to know that when we finally found a door that opened, I'm not kidding you, we were on the other fucking side of the road.
0: How'd that happen?
1: Yeah, your (laughs) guess is as good as mine. I'm not kidding. What? It was insane. My dad was starting to even panic too. Like, and he, well, I'm not going to say he's a calm person no. cause he's not a calm person, but like he w- was the one that was starting to freak me out. Cause he was starting to get freaked out. We couldn't even like, we could not find our car. We, cause we started walking up like where you actually drive, but then I don't know what happened. But instead of the, taking the elevators, we took the stairwells, Right. like I said, every door that we went through, we couldn't get back out. We wound up on the other side of the road, like the other side of the road from where we went in.
0: That's nuts. Yeah. How the fuck do you end up on the other side of the road? Terrible with directions.
1: It had to have been an underground stairwell. Yeah, that went to the other side of the road, or something. I don't know. Kind of late. Sorry. (sighs) Well. Anyways. There's a Halloween podcast. It really makes me want to go do the ghost tours. Would you do it with me?
0: I'll do it in the day. I don't think I have enough. I am such a scaredy cat nowadays. Like, I cannot.
1: No. You wouldn't do it with a group of people. I think we should do it. I think we should get.
0: During the day is fine. Did you take a look at what I told you to look at today?
1: No. But I've heard of it. Trinity was telling me about that haunted house.
0: So there's a haunted house in Tennessee guys that you have to sign a 40 page waiver. Yeah. You have to have a physical, you have to have a mental wellness check.
1: You have bef- to have a psych evaluation. Yeah.
0: Before they'll it's let you intense. do this. It's yes. fucking intense. Yeah. Like they can break your bones. They can fucking.
1: They br- in there.
0: I think so. Yeah. Yes. There's a lady that's done it twice. Why would you put yourself through it a second time? But it's,
1: I don't think they're allowed to touch you, are they? I think so. Hmm. I I'll don't know. i have to look into it more. Chern was telling me about it. It's the scariest, like yeah. literally. Waivers. And if you
0: get through the whole thing, he'll give you $20,000. But wow. nobody has ever yeah, made God. it. And so what he says he does is he preys on whatever, like you have to fill out a questionnaire. He preys on whatever your weakness is. So, like, most people's fear is, like, of water or the dark.
1: I would just put something I'm not afraid of. Right? Like, I'm
0: afraid of cheesecake.
1: I wouldn't like it at all. I would not do that no, one. Not hell at no, hell no.
0: <laughs> well, and your psyche is, like, he said, like, he'll, like, so, so, say, he says he, like, hypnotizes people. And so, he'll put, like, a kiddie pool of water and fill it up with two inches of water and tell you there's a shark in it and you'll believe that there's a shark in it like at that point if you're fucking totally exhausted like you'll believe anything your mind will play so many tricks on you that's crazy to me
1: i would never do that haunted house no let me just tell you one more quick thing (laughs) so my mom and we had a spa day this weekend and it was supposed to end with a haunted house, like something scary because I'm a big weenie and my mom and my sister wanted to laugh at me. Right. There's no haunted houses in Reno like at all right Didn't now. They used to
0: have like
1: the Frightmare, Frightmare? Fright Fest, yeah. but they're all shut down because of COVID. Uh-oh. So we could find nothing. There's one in Sacramento. So then we found a scary corn maze at Adeline Farms sold out. So I'm like, "Okay, let's just go watch a scary movie." So we went to Halloween Kills.
0: It was so scary.
1: With Michael Myers. It was the dumbest fucking movie. Like, the entire movie theater was laughing.
0: Spoiler alert, guys. If you want to watch... It was-,
1: it was so dumb. Like, these two gay guys had moved into old Michael Myers' house. And every time they came on the screen, I was dying laughing. <laughs> like, the guy, one of them was upstairs in his fucking boxers and a wife beater, smoking a doobie, fucking singing a creepy, like, like the haunted, that... The monster mash song like old like halloween music like that like just fucking and it was so weird and i was dying laughing and then his husband was downstairs like calling for him both of their names are john so they have big john and little john (laughs) like hey big john yeah, little John. Like, oh my God, I was just fucking dying laughing. He
0: literally called his husband Little John?
1: Yes, Big John and <laughs> Little John. And so they, then somebody came in the house, the door was open, there's blood on the door. So now they both grab a knife, little tiny ass, like, cheese, fucking nice from their chataruchi <laughs> board. And they're fucking going around the house. And he's like, hey, little John. Yeah, Big John. Living room's clear. Hey, Big John, yeah, Little John, library's clear. Like, oh my God, I'm dying laughing. It's supposed to be a scary movie. And we were all fucking laughing the whole time. (laughs) Anyways, those two were my favorite characters because it was just great. And then the one lady was like about to kill Michael Myers and she's like pointing a gun and all of a sudden a car door opens and the gun... (laughs) Flips around and she shot herself in the head, and everybody started laughing. It was just like the most poorly (laughs) made film ever. And it was supposed to be scary, and we spent the night laughing like we were at a fucking comedy. No. Yeah. And the thing that gets me with Michael Myers, I've talked about it a million times. My mom's probably over it because it blows my mind. The man never walks faster than like a turtle pace. No. And he he catches everybody. everybody.
0: That's because everybody stops
1: and is like, "Is he here? Is he here yet?" Er, 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 er. I want to see if I can get that. You always look at that. <laughs> I want to see if I can get the film, like a little clip of that little John upstairs <laughs> smoking his doobie. is so funny.
0: Um, on TikTok, there's a husband that walks around during Halloween time with Michael Myers outfit and just I've walks seen that. around the, And his wife is always yelling at him, Evan. Get in the car. You cannot walk in cornfield. There are children. Get in the car. And the one is he's like in a field. And she's like yelling at him like the police are coming right now. Get your ass in the car, Evan, right now. And he's just like slowly walking with his head down like Michael Michael Myers' pace. The other one, he's like up on a building just like standing there. And she's like. How did you even get up there? So she like drives around the building and sees the ladder that he climbed up to get up there. She oh said, I've had so many messages and calls that you've been around here. Get down. You're <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh
1: my God. It's like the data Have you seen the data source? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then there was a part, I guess on this one, Michael Myers and another dude had like escaped from a mental institution. And so for this movie, halloween kills it was their job to fucking they were hunting michael myers like the entire town trying to kill michael myers in one night and that this fight so they're all going crazy they're all at the hospital like having this huge michael myers protest basically everybody's screaming and they realize that the the other dude that um that escaped with him was there and everybody fucking thought it was him. So they chased him all up the stairwells. And the, one of the ladies was like trying to get him to stop. And she locked him in this room. And he wound up fucking jumping out the window and killed himself. Because people are trying to fucking... Oh my god. It's a fucking chaotic, stupid-ass movie. It was the worst <laughs> Halloween movie.
0: Like this podcast. The worst Halloween podcast wasn't super scary. We tried our best. And by we, I mean Tashina. So.
1: Whatever. My, I added a very good... Aurora.
0: Okay, Sleeping Beauty. All right guys, we're out of here. My wig is chafing me and I can't (laughs) take it anymore.
1: What are you laughing at? You're chafing me. Oh, yeah. It's
0: chafing me. I don't like it. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this. Hope you enjoyed your stories that you shared with us. Thank you for participating and giving us
1: Yeah, that's like the most we've ever got from stories. Yes. I love our 500 listeners. Right?
0: They were on it this time. Apparently, Virginia City has spooked the shit out of some people. So if you have not, you should go to Virginia City. Take the old Washoe Club tour, and hopefully you don't get jizz on your face. I'm that he said it and he was so serious and he even called me and it was like I know you think I'm lying but I shit you not he's like call him call the guy that it happened to he will tell you the same thing and I was ghost
1: remember that time a ghost jizzed on my face? Yeah yeah
0: anyway I mean it is what it is that's what he said (laughs) and I believe him so Oh boy I know all right guys we hope you enjoyed we'll see you next
1: time bye bye